Hello, my dear friend, and welcome to another episode of Spiritually Engineered. I'm your host, Alvin Zepeda, a spiritual seeker and the voice behind this exploration into the relationships between us and ourselves, spirits on the other side, other people, and our opportunities here on planet Earth. I invite you to join me in this endeavor, and let's dive into the deep, fresh waters of spirit together. So for today's episode, it's titled Solitude, My Source of Solace. So as of late, I've noticed myself kind of gravitating towards the theme of loneliness or feeling alone. You know, I I can remember having some conversation with a buddy of mine. I went to a a social bike ride um, last Wednesday and we were catching up and talking and there was this the theme of just like being um, alone coming up and kind of working through that. And it was a moment when I had a realization that I find myself spending more time than I ever had before with myself. Especially because since I'm still out of, out of work and, you know, when I was working, I'd work from like 8 to 5, but really 8 to 6, 6.30, because my job was wearing a lot of, lots of hats, so I'd get home late oftentimes. And then I'd get home and then get ready, have dinner, and I'd, you know, watch YouTube and play video games and stuff like that. And then just, and then if, the, if, if, I, if I allowed it, I had some time to meditate on my day. But it was just interesting that it's, it came up in the conversation. I just had that realization because spending that, that time, that solitude, being with my own self, I find that I know for me there's some new challenges coming up. And, and I'll get into those challenges in just a moment. Um, but it's just, again, when I, from like having the conversation from that to like, you know, I was watching some YouTube videos. Um, you know, one person, his name is uh, Healthy Gamer GG, and he was talking about how loneliness can actually be a good thing because it can pave the way for, for someone to just be with themselves um, and to be with everything that it entails. <laughs> and so it was interesting how he was kind of framing it, uh, t- talking about it spiritually and then also psychologically. Um, but for me, I always like to focus on the spiritual part of it, just to keep it simple. Um, at least that's like my how I see it, and I like to, as a practice, view you know through my lens of things. So, you know, he's just talking about this is this epidemic, and I wholeheartedly agree that this feeling alone or loneliness is a disease, and I think it's one of the one of the, in my opinion, one of the most prevalent epidemics out there, not just in our, exclusively in our society, although I'm sure there's good numbers there, um, but all around the world as well, too. You know, it's, I kind of see that as a sense of like a form of separation, which is the opposite of oneness or feeling at one with, which is the reality the sense of oneness and interconnectedness. But I'm learning and always fascinated by the ways that 
I can get in my own way of experiencing that connection. It's a beautiful thing to, to experience that connection with people, and it definitely has its place, and it's helped me out a lot. But I, I know it's equally as important to come cultivate that practice of solitude in, in my own space. One of the challenges I was sharing earlier, like oh, I said I was going to talk about, when it comes to just like sitting with oneself, are the thoughts, the monkey mind. And I find that's one of the, one of the ingredients in the new challenges that's been coming up for me recently. And it's just like the thoughts and worries from like a feeling of like this, this, this self-preservation survival. It's like, oh, like, for example, like still haven't found work yet, although I'm going to start working pretty soon as a courier, but um, part-time. But it, uh, even up until then, it was just like that feeling of just like um, this, in, in a sense, it's just like overwhelmed. In the sense of, uh, because again, the, the thoughts can be really, can be really debilitating uh, depending on what they are. But I think one of the big things that for me that's helped me so much because I've, I've done a lot of work up to this, you know, where I'm at right now um, is the important piece of discernment and recognizing that the thoughts that I have in my mind that enter my mind have nothing to do with me sometimes. And the important piece of discerning what's me and what's not me. Because it's all energy. We're all energy. You know, from the physical body, which is a more denser form of energy, to the spirit, which is a much more lighter, higher in frequency, if you will. Um, you know, so, so it's how, I mean, it's just how I look at it. It's all energy. So the thoughts that, that come through, they all have energy, and thus they have an impact to a greater, greater or lesser extent. But nevertheless, there's that influence. And you know, one of the things that I, I've noticed when it comes to the thoughts and where it can be an obstacle for many is to be very, very involved in them. Like really, like literally just caught up, almost like hooked. Um, I remember there was a quote I read uh, on social media <laughs> and it's funny because I feel like the universe works in interesting ways. It's just, I feel like spirit works in so many interesting ways, and I feel like technology is no exception because um, it's another form of energy, the way I see it. But right around when I was kind of working through this stuff and I was kind of wasn't feeling my best self, there was a, there was a quote that said, there's a lot more suffering in imagination than in reality. <laughs> And so it was just funny how that I, I, I stumbled upon that at the time that I did. And it's just so funny, like the synchronicities and the timing of stuff, especially when I'm paying attention and observing what's going on. And, then that's, and, and that right there is also something that I feel I know I can practice more. Because, you know, when it comes to solitude, you know, it's like, to me, it's just like, it's foundational. Um, because it's part of that relationship with the self, relationship with myself. And that itself can trickle into all my other relationships. 
good or bad. But with good practice and, and, and cultivating that solitude and just being okay and not seeing as some something scary or, or bad or heavy. Although I'm aware that, that the loneliness that people experience can, is, is, is a spectrum from like one needing like wanting to have, be in good company, have a partner to hang out with and share. And then the other piece is to have someone to just be able to relate to with, uh, from like the sense of perspective, life perspective, a sense of like shared values. So I could definitely see like in so many ways how, why loneliness is so prevalent out there and why I do feel like the communities out there are so vital and crucial. But I could definitely appreciate the ones that help people to kind of cultivate solace within their own space, being with their own selves, those that understand that the flow is inside out. It all starts from within and then it moves and then it, it's expressed out. You know, I try to challenge myself, at least right now. I know, you know, it's funny because I'll actually spend some time before like, I was working through my little key points for today's episode um, earlier today. And I was just taking the time to just, I, I rolled out a, a yoga mat and I brought like a nice inflatable pillow. And I just decided to just sit there. I took a little nap <laughs> at some point, but then uh, I came to, I came back and I just decided to just to be there in the silence and take that moment to practice. Since this is going to be a topic I was going to share, I thought, you know, let me just take a moment and just sit with that. And I know for me, there's always opportunity to be able to practice solitude. And one of the things I know I have to be cautious of is that, because there's a huge difference between, you know, being with oneself and then kind of being alone, but being distracted. So like the mind is the one thing, right? That can just it'd be... It'd be one of those things like, oh, I want to, I don't want to worry about these thoughts or whatever, or there's this like need to want to escape. And I know for me, that shows up when I'm not careful, when I'm not taking that time to listen to myself, my inner child. I'll just watch videos and stuff, or uh, YouTube videos, or I might play video games or something to distract. And I think that can be very, very detrimental to to cultivating that solitude and being okay with oneself. And why I mentioned being okay with oneself, why that's such an important thing, it's important for the sense of cultivating inner security, for one, and that, that can translate uh, potentially to like feeling more confident, feeling more secure. But then also, I look at it from a bigger picture perspective that, you know, you, you we, all of us, you are spirit. You are energy. You always have been and you always will be. Even long after our bodies, as we separate ourselves from our physical bodies at some point, when we pass on, we'll still be around, but just in different form. You know, we're, we're connected in God and in, in such that we're eternal, just as He is. And if I can't cultivate and be okay, if I can't take the time to cultivate solitude with myself in this physical body, knowing that I'm an eternal being, 
Imagine what that could, what 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 setup that could be, when that time comes when I, you know, when I pass on. It's like being okay with myself for an eternity. And that shouldn't have to feel like it's oh shoot like that seems kind of I mean, well, reality is I mean, we are our own autonomous being right you know independent, free. And of course there are other souls spirits out there too yeah i get that but at the end at the end of the day it's just like goes back to the theme of this month of autonomy and feeling that's and i think that's part of what autonomy and what that's about too is that feeling that security in the solitude i think is essential so important and one of the things that um mentioning uh healthy gamer gg or dr k you know, he mentioned the, the phrase engage with solitude. And that's something that I've been working on. Like one way that I, I try to practice doing this is that, you know, whenever I go to the gym to work out, I've definitely had a lot of, uh, I've always had awesome moments there, especially like when I'm in the zone and listening to, to good music or even a meditation. But I, I've also had some highlights when I've had those moments of just saying like, okay, Rather than just listening to music, let me just not listen to anything and just work out. Let me be more involved in that way. And it's, and it's just interesting of just like thoughts and things and like insights that have come up for me. From just, and, and this is just coming from, uh, this is the place of just like practicing, just allowing what may come through. Because you're sensitive, we're all sensitive. We're all psychic. It's not something that needs to be a, a mystical kind of like woo-woo type thing. It's just reality. And, you know, when I take the time like that or when I go for walks, again, just like, again, where well, this is one of the areas where distractions can come up and it can be my own. I can drive a wedge between me and my, my solitude and being with myself. Is that listening to music all the time? Again, it has its place, but I, for me, it's like I need to unplug more often and just listen and observe. Just kind of paying attention and just observing, just where where I am. <clears throat> and not necessarily have an agenda or feel like I have to do something. You know, that was an interesting thing when when I was. Um, Although I'm always in that wanting to keep that growth open, um, that growth mindset of, of, in terms of like, as it relates to my meditation practice, you know, I try to keep it open and how can refine it. But initially, I was at a point where I didn't, I wasn't really sure about meditation. You know, I always thought, okay, we just you breathe, you do this, um, and then sometimes, you know, I've tried it with like mantras and stuff, and I really never understood for myself like what was the point of it for me, what. I needed that to do for me. And I think, you know, that's something very essential to have that approach. Like, okay, what, what do I want my meditation to, to, to be like? What do I want out of it um, in some sense? But let me take a step back, though. But I always felt like something needed to happen or I needed to experience something. Or if I got distracted, I felt like I wasn't meditating. When in reality, it's the practice of just observing and just being present and just Observing everything, my environment, but also observing the thoughts and the feelings that come up with a sense of detachment and not being caught up or involved. 
you know, it's like feeling secure. Like, you know, that's the one thing I'm that has been a very overarching theme for me for these past couple of months of clarity of thought and feeling secure and all that stuff. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I, um, I've been doing too, I, you know, I read from time to time. Uh, I try to make it a daily thing, but not always successful. But I've been reading uh, one of Bruce Lee's books called The, the Tao of Jeet Kune Do. I don't know if I pronounce it right, but um, but it, there was something that it was compiled by his um, those close to him of all the stuff of his journaling and his his thought process and his outlook on things. And there was a phrase that stood out to me that he said. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase here. Was essentially talked about be with the diseased, and in that process of doing that, it, it it's the it's the way to actually be rid of it, to heal it. So the last thing anybody want to do, again, is to escape or to try to avoid. All for this false sense of self-preservation. When really, I, you know, I've definitely had those moments when I recognize I'm just trying to play that avoidance. But I have to be careful with that because it's, it's tiring. I can tire myself out. And oftentimes the thing that I'm wanting to avoid isn't something as, as bad as I thought it was. So again, what was the big deal? Bringing it back to imaginations and suffering more in imagination than in reality. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> Seriously, just noticing that. And it's... <clears throat> and so, yeah, that's why I... You know, I wanted to take the time to just kind of share this with you because I think it's something so, so crucial and important, especially, especially around this time where we are in the holiday season. Because I know it's, oh, it's mixed feelings about it. And it's understandable. I get it. Especially from people's backgrounds and their come up and all that stuff. It's, it could be very different for different people. And the winter blues is like a, a serious thing. And if this is something that you're personally struggling with, just know that you're not alone because it can be very easy. Again, which for me, it comes up in the form of just being too caught up in my own problems, thinking that only I have these problems, nobody else who can relate to me, all these excuses and stuff that I'm basically justifying to just hide inside a turtle shell or, or take refuge in the closet and not be out there and to, to open myself up. So, but, you know, there, so I, I think it's really important as, you know, as it relates to having that relationship with the self to just that solitude and just being okay and, and I think, you know, it could, it's a very successful thing. I think it's very aspiring to, or I aspire, you know, to be the sort of person that in any moment I can just be content and satisfied and have that resilience. So if something comes up like, oh, shoot, this happened, it's like, oh, I can turn it around and be like, oh, it's all good. I'm all good. I don't need to worry. No big deal. No big deal.
And um, there's something else I want to talk about too that's just as important. Now I mentioned, you know, the, the, the importance to be able to cultivate with that within ourselves, and I do think that's that takes precedence. Uh, and I think that should, I think that ought to be on everybody's priority list if they really want to have, you know, um, feel more better about themselves where they are, no matter what. But there is a, <laughs> um, the big invisible elephant in the room. Um, and, and, and in time, I'll share more about these experiences because this is something that for me is reality to me. Um, the idea of the Holy Spirit angels, spirit guides. One more reason why it's, there's no need to, to ever feel alone or to ever be alone. Because we're always are in good company. And I want to take, <clears throat> I want to kind of take a moment to time travel back when I was doing uh, that year when I was like really searching spiritually. When I was reading like spiritual books, there was a theme of just like that people were, uh, I was reading various texts and they were talking about how we all have spirit guides with us at all times. And I was like intrigued by that. And I was like, oh, spirit guides, huh? So I have angels or, or, or you know, whatever with me. And that was another part that was like, that piqued my curiosity. I was like, and what's interesting, even when I was little, I think I might have been maybe middle school or high school. But for some reason, like I always had this feeling that God was looking out for me. Like I had this feeling of God was taking special care of me. Like I was just kind of taking a moment uh, when I had that, that this particular moment of, you know, all the blessings and, and, and that I've had in my life. Uh, I mean, I've always had blessings, you know. I, it's just a matter for me, just that perspective, just looking at it. But in, in this particular moment, you know, I, I've... I just couldn't explain it, but I always feel like, I feel like God's looking out for me, but I just don't know why. And it, and there was a point when I even felt guilty when I was thinking about this, like, oh man, I feel guilty. Like why, why God's like paying, you know, to me, I was like thinking like, oh man, maybe God's like giving me all this extra attention or, or love or something like that. Really looking back, that was me tuning into the reality that I have company, that I've always had company. Since I started my journey here on this planet, much is the same reality for everybody else. Doesn't matter who they are. And and I remember I was looking through a, a journal too. Again, these are like these are like signals and stuff. Like in some sense, uh, for me, like when I look back, I was re um, something else in my endeavors to understand more about the psychic phenomena, spirit guides, and stuff like that. I was um I came across this um this meditation or this meditation series it's it's called a course in miracles. I remember actually listening to a podcast years ago. Um and the the founder who 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 started this uh, this project who did this who created who put together this meditation 
you know, there was, because um, it's like a daily meditation and it's something that one commits to for, for a year, at least to my understanding. Um, and, and it can be, t- and you can move through the meditation day by day at your own pace. And they will talk about different aspects and just it, it would introduce and talk about different things. And I remember on the very last day, at least what I wrote in my journal, and I was like, uh, it talked about, you know, um, that uh, God sent with us like angels or sent, you know, to, to keep us uh, company. And, and then again, that was another moment where it was just like kind of foreshadowing where I was headed to at the time. Again, mind you, up until that point in time, I didn't, wasn't really sure where I was headed, but I wanted to go somewhere. And so, and when I went to my first lecture with, the, with Wayshores College, um, um, I, um, I had this beautiful opportunity. Like when it comes to like spirit guides, I feel like there's, 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 there's no really um, limits to how one can connect with their spirit guides because everybody's working with their team, whether you're working with your, your, your spirit guides, whether you're aware of it or not. It's just a matter of kind of just unfolding that awareness and, and just understanding more how even they work with you. And for me, um, I, had this, I took this beautiful opportunity as a means for me to connect with my team of spirit guides uh, through a consultation that consultants uh, from Wayshores College can, can offer to people who truly want to you know, work spiritually in that way. It's like an invitation for, for anybody. And, you know, ever since I took my, I got my consultations I got, and I got to know a little bit more about my team of, of spirit guides or spiritual helpers, um, it really was um, a game changer for me. Like it really did change things. Like to, like, you know, when I took it, I was like, and even where I'm at now, it's just like, it's, it's crazy to think about sometimes. You know, it's just like, it's crazy to think about <laughs> where I've been up until this point and the people I connect with who do the work as well too, working with their spirit guides and stuff like that. And I want to take a moment actually to kind of talk about this aspect because I think once concepts about spirit guides and the spirits on the other side can really affect a lot of things, especially our ability to be able to work with them. Um... You know, it was interesting when I, when I was younger, you know, I was raised Catholic and I remember any, any interactions or trying to like communicate with the spirit realm, there was this fear in my family uh, that is something that was never supposed to be done. Never, never interact with spirits on the other side because you never know who's going to come through, which there's truth to that. Sure. But it's not all just like, oh, if I communicate with spirits on the other side, then it just means that, oh, like, <laughs> um, that I'm, 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 I'm going to open myself up to the devil or something and he's going to take over my soul or some, <laughs> some crazy extreme thing like that. You know, that's, that was actually a, a, a paradigm shift that I kind of came from to, you know, to that moment when I made the decision to be like, I want to connect more with my spirit guides in light of the fears, in light of all the, the stuff that, 
those close to me, they, the, you know, their own concepts and their own perspective on that. When it's, you know, it's, it's not that at all, you know. And and it was, an, I even took a workshop like after I got the consultation to connect with my my team in that way, because it's always been there. But the consultation, what it does, it kind of reestablishes in some ways, and it kind of sets a different trajectory in terms of our dynamic, our partnership with our spirit guides. And again, this is something that's not necessarily exclusive to the college. I mean, again, other people, I mean, there are those that are aware and they work with their team. It's a thing. But those that are curious that want to, you know, work in, in a unique way that the college offers, you know, I definitely suggest, strongly suggest, you know, checking this out. Um, I myself am able to, uh, I'm a consultant to be able to provide that uh service for the people but I'm in the process of kind of working through you know um, all that stuff like website and things so I can kind of put that service out there so that way for those that you know if you, if you something that if you're interested in exploring and want to pursue um, I would invite that opportunity in due time I'll probably you know I'll talk about this again later on and provide more information but I'm still still in the works right now but anyway but yeah uh, to um it's, uh, yeah, so just coming up from just like that, that, you know, just like, oh, I can't talk to spirits or anything like that or, or Ouija boards. Although I personally don't mess with Ouija boards because I don't think that's necessary. You know, uh, people have their things to be able to work with their, with their spirit guides. But honestly, it, 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 it's a simple, it doesn't have to be complex or sophisticated or intricate or anything like that. It's just a matter of having that awareness and just learning about the ways that they communicate with us, which is through our four types of perception, prophecy, vision, intuition, feeling. Um, but again, I don't want to got, I mean, I could dive much more deeper into this, but at least, at least I wanted to just bring this up. Why I'm bringing this up? Because this is part of how I live my life. Ever since I got my consultation, uh, when I made that decision to do that for myself to say this is the the the, the path I want to take in my in doing my inner work and being of service to people and just and, and 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 carrying out the work my purpose and what I you know what I want to accomplish and what do I want to exp and what I want to experience here it's something that I, I it's a part of my everyday living you know and it's interesting because in a way it's like <laughs> It's like I talk to dead people for a living, but I would add smart dead people <laughs> because <clears throat> spirit guides are, are no greater nor lesser than us. Yeah, they've had many names, but the only difference is that distinguishes them between, between them and us is that they have more experience. That's it. They themselves don't see themselves greater or lesser than us. You know, much like how in reality, God is neither greater nor lesser than us. He is a part of us. We're a part of Him. We are Him. The issue comes when the, the, the disease I mentioned earlier about separation, when thinking, oh, I'm the only God. No, 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 no. We all are God. No separation. Period. 
Only separation that's out there is merely in thought. <clears throat> so, it's one of those things that's just a very beautiful process. And it's uh, taken lots of time and I've, I've gone a long way. But, like, but because of where I'm at right now, I feel like I, I need to revisit what I consider to be fundamentals. Again, just like, yeah, I have my team of, uh, of my spirit guides there. But then I have to also start from the basis of like sitting with myself because then that can open me up when I can cultivate that solitude and feeling secure within my own space and allow myself to be and to express. That, can, that, that, that does so much and opens me up to, to their love, their wisdom, everything and it's just i'll say this like there's one experience i've had that i this again i've had various experiences of my spirit guides interacting with me um but there was one experience that always has always stood out to me because it was a profound one for me you know i w at my previous job i was working um in my office at the computer and I was just and at that time I was just fresh out of having received the consultation and just reconnected with my my team and I um I was working at my desk and I was having a you know a social day it wasn't anything crazy in particular going on but I remember I was thinking about them and and then it was that moment when I felt like my energy went from like a 4 to a 5. It skyrocketed to like a 10, 11, 12. And I felt this instantaneous shift when I thought about them. Like, and, and I felt myself very bubbly, very childlike. I couldn't help, I couldn't hold, I couldn't hold back, you know, laughing or giggling or just, again, feeling very bubbly. And that was a moment when they came and they moved in very close to me. And I was very receptive. And because of that, being very receptive, part, pair that with them coming nearby, then that, that really, it's a very awesome experience to be able to, to feel that. To feel like, yeah, I'm not alone. It's one thing to just say, oh, I'm not alone, not alone. But to actually feel that I'm not alone. I know this, I see this, I understand this, I feel it. In every sense of the word, I know I'm not alone. Let me ask you this, my friend. You ever get chills or goosebumps? You ever, you ever think about them? Or even just inquire why we get chills? Well, Aside from the fact that it's been, it's, I've seen it being listed as a symptom for an illness or, in an, or whenever we're in an environment where it's chilly out. What about moments when it's warm, but you feel that, that, that charge of the chills? That's when our spirit guides come into close contact with us, they, they have an extra charge of energy. I think there's like, uh, I'm trying to remember if it was like four watts plus. Uh, I don't remember when, um, but basically because they're at a higher frequency, 
than ours. When they come close into contact, we get this extra jolt of energy that, that can be felt throughout our body. Or oftentimes it can be felt in isolated parts. Like I'll get chills like on my legs. I'll feel it at the back of my head. I felt it on my face, on my belly. I even felt it one time, the combination between like my, my right elbow and the back of my head. But almost like the right, like the back of my head, but kind of more so on the right part. Right back part of my head at the same time. And, you know, when that happens, you know, in my understanding, this is, you know, oftentimes it could just be, it's, it's an indication of just like, hey, we're here. Everything's okay. It can be an indication of like to pay attention to what's going on. Because like I said, our, our, our team, uh, and for the sake of just keeping it simple here, like spiritual helpers, because that's what they refer to uh, uh, in the college and w whenever you do courses and stuff, we always refer to them as spiritual helpers because they've had many names, but to simplify essentially who they are, they're there to help us spiritually in our spiritual journey. And, 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 they're, and they're so, so involved in our lives. And it doesn't have to be this weird kind of woo-woo like type of thing. They're just no different than if they were in physical bodies and they're just like, they're, like in my understanding of them, there's like, they're, they're essentially like, um, well, first of all, they're like your best friend. They're also like a board of advisors. And one of the beautiful things about working with spirit guides is that they understand and respect personal freedom. You know, they're the type of spirits that they won't ever tell you what to do. I know they won't ever tell me what to do. They all, all that they can do is just offer suggestions and share insights and inspirations. And we're always free to accept them or not. And they're cool with it. They're not like, oh, why didn't you? You know, I, I feel like any spirits that people channel on the other side that say, oh, do this or that. I wouldn't. I, I I would be wary of those type of spirits. I wouldn't necessarily say they're, they're demons, but definitely wouldn't be the be spirits of the highest vibration out there in the universe. Because it's like how there's a spectrum of people from all levels of experience and understanding. Same thing in the spiritual realm as well, too. And that's another topic. That's for something later, but that's. Uh, pretty deep stuff there, but again, just want to keep it simple here and just talk about just the reality of just like what it means to be living in two worlds at once and what that entails. It's an awesome feeling to know I'm not alone. But even then, like as I mentioned, like new challenges that come up. It's interesting how far I've gone into this spiritual work and. Um, and how even then that feeling of loneliness or separation can come up. At least how it has for me. And so I'm taking the time more to just really examine the ways that I separate myself. And if this is something that's new to you and uh, you're not really, you know, I, I invite you to sit with it, you know. <laughs> I don't expect that you don't have to like believe me 100% like, oh, this, I mean, but this is just my understanding and through my experiences. 
It's something that you'll have to put together for yourself. And if you and if you follow me, <laughs> you keep following me. I hope that perhaps I can help you more on that path. Or perhaps you may be guided to other people. And everybody has a place. Everybody has a place to be a guide for others. Not just those in, your, in spirit form, but even those in physical bodies too. And I appreciate them as well. And they come in all shapes and sizes and all walks of life. <laughs> that guidance. And that's oftentimes I also refer to my, my, my team as well, guidance. All right, I need to regroup with my guidance. I need to regroup with my team of spirit guides, my spiritual helpers. Because they really are like the best, are really our best friends. They, they, they work in silence and they just... And one of the things that I really appreciate about them is that they're a very... They're, they're a shining example of, of unconditional love. Giving without hooks, loving without expectations or ifs or whatever. Loving, loving us with all our imperfections, all our warts, still love us, no matter what. That right there, that's, those are qualities of the high spirit, of our spirit guides. That, that, that beautiful, that beautiful love and compassion and that desire to be of service and to give. And I'll, and, I'll, and I'll mention this other thing too. They're also learning as well too. <laughs> and what's interesting about my understanding of, uh, uh, of spirit guides is that, and why I mentioned that they're neither greater nor lesser, is because they used to be in, in, in our shoes at some point in their lives. They actually were, were on this planet, but because they, through their own means and, and understanding and just working through with, with, the, with their situation, they're able to, uh, they passed on and they're able to, you know, um, graduate. They got everything that they needed from being here spiritually. And so now they're there to, to be a guide and example for other people who who come into this planet to learn, to, to accomplish something, to, to, to do great works for themselves and other people. So, <clears throat> and one of the beautiful things I appreciate about the, the, the college is that they offer special cool techniques to be able to work with them. And one of the big ways of working with them is through the use of keywords. You know, and it could be like, what's a key? You know, and that could be like, um, what's a keyword that I can I can take with me for the for for my day to day? You know, sometimes I'll do that as a practice, and I use it as a way as a pivot, so that as I'm moving through the day. Whereas I I normally got a word, I'm like, okay, I got this word, but what was it about? Through having an experience and stuff, I come to understand and unfold a little bit about what that actually is. And so it's a whole, it's a whole art to it. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It's a whole art in of itself working with guidance. But it's definitely one of those rewarding, pro, uh, rewarding things for myself. And so <laughs> I think I'm at a point now where We'll start bringing it to a close, but 
this has definitely been a <laughs> a lot longer episode that I was actually intending uh, to to have, but I think it's been it's a good step in the right direction. And and if you've been listening and been following me since day one, uh, first of all, I want to say thank you. If you have, if you've been following me all this time, I really appreciate that. And you know, I just want each episode to build off the next. And just kind of unfolding, like just how the natural process when it comes to like learning and growing and navigating life, it's all a a gradual process. And so, you know, sharing this because this is one of the big things, this is a huge component of my life. I think it it wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense um, if I didn't take a moment to talk about it. And now there'll be more episodes where I I will talk about it more um, at some point. Um, cause I, I, it's one of those conversations that need to, need to be had. I think, man, if more people can recognize in so many ways, again, on the one hand, help people cultivate the practice of being with themselves first and practicing that solitude and just finding contentment in the, in, and enjoying the simple things to be at that place. And then couple that with the reality of not being alone ever and having awesome, beautiful souls, loving souls there with us at the same, like accompanying us at all times i mean that's as i mentioned earlier man that's a game changer that is a freaking game changer (laughs) yeah so um so I'm just looking here through my notes, see if there's anything else I wanted to mention. Because I, I work with, you know, some notes and then I'll expand. I try to keep it simple and then I'll just expand on it um, as I move along. Um, but, um, but yeah, I hope, you know, you got something out of this and, you know, I hope to be able to, you know, explore this more and share. And, and at some point, yeah, just um, and provide resources too. If, if you're interested and in, in, in very curious about this, um, as a matter of fact, what I'll do, I'll post a link that will show like a video series that kind of gives like a big picture and, and a share series of, uh, of stuff um, to help examine your relationship with yourself and, the, and, and, and those around you. Uh, I'll post it in the, in the show notes of this episode and yeah, and it's one of those things that you can just feel free to check it out. That that you know, and it's a good starting point as well. If if any of this anything uh, any of this that I, that I share with you resonated with you, um, that would be a good place to start, uh, in my in my opinion. But there's always but there's no no limit though, and there's no limit certainly to just you know work with your guidance with with your team, and even if you feel like you're not sure and like how do I go about connecting, even just simply thinking about them and acknowledging them, especially like when you get chills and you think about them, that right there, they, I'm learning and, <laughs> and rediscovering and that they appreciate that. It's like, oh, wow, you, you, you know, acknowledging that we're here with you. It's like that to them, that's, they, they love that because they understand separation, that the loneliness, how t- <laughs> they know, they understand how how debilitating and, and 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 it's just how much of a disease it is or dis-ease. 
So I'll, I'll put the link on there on, on the show notes for this particular episode if you're interested in checking it out. And uh, as I mentioned, I'm going to work towards providing uh, uh, more information. And even for those that want to pursue this, you know, giving you my contact information as well, too, so we can pursue this. Um, so I can be, excuse me, so if there's any way that I can be of service, a guide, I'd be more than happy to, uh, to work with you. But all in due time, I'm working it through right now. Um, so, yeah, um, let's see here. And so that, that brings us to the end of the episode. And uh, again, I hope uh, you've gotten maybe something out of this. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I appreciate your time and for your listening ear. And, uh, and always remember to, to keep it light and bright because the world needs more candles like you. In times like this, where we are, And um, yeah, this has been another episode of Spiritual Engineered. This is Alvin signing off. And until next time, take care. Have an awesome week. And may you find fulfillment, contentment, peace in your exploration with your own solitude, with your own personal space, in your own process of sitting with yourself Take care.